Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is Wednesday. Could be Thursday if you're listening to it on Thursday, but it is Wednesday, February 15th, boys. These looks like these look like three faces ready for baseball season. Is it baseball season? Is it? It's officially baseball season. <laughs> Are we putting our stamp on it? Today's the day, dude. No more football. No one cares about the NBA. It's sad. On to baseball. I mean, this it's is a, the bread and butter of this group, man. This is the bread and butter. This is how this group was born. So I'm very excited. Yep. If you liked us during football season, uh, you're either going to love us, probably hate us during baseball season. Um, that's okay. Um, it'll be good either way. But with that being said, boys, uh, Super Bowl weekend. Um Great game, debatable call at the end. Um, boys, what was kind of the thoughts of the game? I'll, I'll let you go first, Dan. I mean, I thought it was everything we hoped for in terms of, you know, a great game and a, a lot of scoring. I mean, anyone who bet the under looked like an idiot with how fast they started scoring in the second and third quarter. That was an idiot. Yeah, that was me. Like, oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> I think they, yeah, that first half overhit like five minutes. Bro, like you were probably feeling great with that first half under after the first quarter. Or maybe not great, but at least good. And then fucking 50-yard bomb first know. play of the second quarter just yeah. like right in your face. No, I, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a great game. I mean – I know Pete and I, we were betting on uh, Mahomes' interception. That never came. He he played an extremely clean game. Hertz was unbelievable. Man, it was such a good game. And I, we can have kind of a separate conversation about the call at the end. But up to that point, everything we could have hoped for. And uh, it just proves that my reverse psychology worked. You know, I said I thought it was going to be a possibly terrible game. And we got Can the reverse. You nailed it. So, yeah, Faye Dean is, was strong on that one. Faye Dean crowd is sick. The real Faye Dean crowd. Yeah, I, I, uh, man, what just a hell of a game, right? Like, you think about the past couple Super Bowls and been a bit, a little bit of a letdown, probably since that Philly New England Super Bowl. You know, they haven't really been extremely exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, you had everything. We were due. Yeah, we you were had due. high flying offenses. You had Mahomes getting hurt and coming back. You had a crazy penalty call at the end of the game. You had, I mean, everything you're looking for. Um, high flying crowd was into it. Both yeah. quarterbacks played well. They both played great, but interesting enough, like Hurts put up the numbers when you think Mahomes would be putting up the numbers, but. Mahomes was literally almost perfect in the second half from, so a, good. from wow. a completion percentage standpoint. So, um, yeah, overall, great. I mean, that was exciting, man. From from the opening kickoff until eight seconds left, that was about as as good of a game as you could ask for. But Rick, I mean, I know you were at the game. 
don't know, breaking some breaking news for uh yeah. big rig nation. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna probably have the real the real boots on the ground view of, of what was going on in that stadium for us. Yeah, no, it was uh it was super last minute. Um yeah, there wasn't you know, my my dad and I have, you know, it's kind of our hobby sometimes if, if the stars align to try to find our way into these games and somehow we did this year and um you know we flew out on super late friday night and um yeah i think just the the town itself was um it was electric like it was i i don't think people realize how insane eagles fans are like i haven't really been or i I, the only people I can think of that might be crazy are at Buffalo, but I don't know if they are. Like Eagles fans are absolutely bonkers, and this and and a close bonkers is Chiefs Kingdom. They're they're nuts. Like you know we 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 get on the plane and you know I don't particularly like either team. I think I said I hope they both lose, but we get on the you know we're we're taking Southwest lining up. And it's all Chiefs fans going going down Saturday uh, afternoon, and they're they're playing they're blasting music. This one guy, the boombox, in line blasting. I think they have a tech <laughs> tech nine uh, Red Kingdom. It's kind of a fire song. Uh, Red King, just like they just they just run the place, and and it was just kind of a two fan bases that are just both crazy, and they and they just ran into each other. So. Yeah, overall, super fun game. Um, you know, like I had said, I think last episode, just like a different kind of energy, definitely like nervous energy. Um, but I think everyone was just happy. Everyone was just like happy to be there. Uh, but Eagles fans, I, I can't get over just, they're crazy. They they just can't stop spelling Eagles. They just literally can't stop spelling it. Um singing the fight song they're 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 loud and they're definitely proud so um yeah it's i think when you go to a game like that and you just want to have a see a good one and you know i know we'll talk about the call um so real quick boys rihanna i give it i give it two thumbs down okay let's hear it i just i just thought it was underwhelming right no guest appearances I know she's got a lot of songs that are very recognizable by pretty much everybody, but I mean, Super Bowl halftime show, like, give me something else, right? I don't, I, I don't need to see twenty minutes of Rihanna. Like, bring in Jay Z, bring in, bring in someone, bring in something, right? Yeah, I need a little, little flair. Um, <laughs> performance was cool, like all the elevation changes and whatever they were doing. Yeah, cool. She sounded good. She sounded like herself. That was cool, but I did, did. I don't know if you noticed this, right? Because you were there, but I I think she was lip singing. Yeah, was... I, I was reading something, Pete. You know, obviously, you, the camera is way closer than than we were, but um, I did rewatch it, Pete. I kind of I kind of thought there was definitely her background vocals were definitely mixed in. I think she definitely was singing because live you can hear it like a little different and it definitely sounded like it sounded really good, but it definitely sounded like she was singing a little bit, but maybe not, not, it wasn't a hundred percent her. 
I mean, there was multiple times on TV where she stopped. She, yeah. She pulled the mic away from her face and yep, was dancing. I did see that. And it was the song was still going on. Yep. Yep. Classic. I did. I, I did see that. But um, Pete, I, I and funny, right? Because when you're watching on TV, you can't see the whole the setup of the halftime show is just absolutely fascinating. They, they. I think I texted you guys. They just brought, they just kept bringing, you don't really know what they're building. They just like, there's like 400 people on the field putting this thing together in like a matter of minutes. And I thought there was going to be a guest because there was like another like band, like she brought over like her backup singers at the end. But I thought that was going to be the guest appearance because Pete, you're right. There's always somebody, you know, that they don't announce, but I don't know. I kind of, I kinda, she's got so many bangers. She does. I mean, she does. you kind of feel like, oh, oh, oh. Like, and she didn't even sing them all. There's like a few massive hits she didn't even get to. So, I don't know. I kind of like just like the traditional, like, you know, like, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge Rihanna fan, but I'll tell you what. I've been listening to her since. <laughs> Dean, what do you think? I wouldn't say two thumbs down, but it definitely felt lacking. Like, mm. it felt like it ended and you're like, wait, like it felt like they cut it short because like Pete said, you're waiting for like the guests to come out. And I, I'm yeah. not saying I thought like Kanye was going to come out or something, but it's like, come on, like at least like Jay-Z or something like gotta be like a little bit of spice. Jay-Z and, was there. Yeah. And it's like, instead, you know, she just, you know, she, she did her thing. And I mean, the setup was cool. I mean, the setup kind of looked like super smash bros, but, uh, and she has <laughs> a whole bunch of bangers, but it just yeah. felt lacking to me. You're going to say yeah. something, Pete. And she has so many songs that are featured, like great features on them, right? Like Jay Z, like yeah. Kanye, like Eminem, Eminem, and yeah, Ti. Yeah, I mean anyone, anyone. Yeah. You should have brought anyone just for a song, right? It doesn't need to be for the whole thing, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. think about last year's. You had Dr. Dre, you had Snoop Dogg, you had Eminem. Like, I know, I know, we knew all those people were going to perform, but man, that was cool, you know. Yeah. More memorable that way. Like I, I remember last Super Bowl's halftime show way more than I think I'm going to remember this one. Mm. The thing I'll remember about this one is that Rihanna was pregnant during this one. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. that's what I'm going to remember. Yeah. Uh, good analysis by that, boys. Um, what do we think of the call? I, I, I think it was the right call. I mean, it, it is the right call. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I think Philly fans that are sitting here saying it shouldn't be called have a little bit of a valid point, only from the aspect of the refs did not get involved in that game very much. And that's the only reason I say I could see where they're coming from, the frustration. But in the same breath, I don't know if Juju even gets that ball. I, I don't know if Mahomes threw it away, but the same breath it's like they have a chance to go score go ahead touchdown and the guy is held back slightly which he was a little bit you got to make the call right i mean yeah done for i again the refs aren't looking at the clock being thinking okay you know the eagles only have two timeouts left or and yeah. it's going to run down to eight seconds they're not thinking about that but i mean it's tough yeah i mean you can't really pick up that flag once you throw it it it's yeah. out there. So. It came from the back judge too. Like the, it came in from the guy that was you know on the goal line. So it was. So yeah. The Go thing ahead. is, like Olson kept belaboring what was essentially the second hold 
because like he held him twice. Right. He yeah. grabbed his jersey on his first cut, and then as Juju was getting behind him, he grabbed him again. So my thing was like, you grab him once, I could see them letting that slide. But it's like you grab him two times, I'm like, yeah, you are really pushing the envelope. And like I, I, I kept seeing fans being like, oh, they haven't called anything all game. Well, the defense was also just really shitty in this game. It's not like teams were playing lockdown defense. So I'd love to see some of these examples of, you know, them letting them play. I mean, the one example that comes to mind was the Juju incompletion in the first half where the guy like clearly interfered with them. They let it go. But other than that, like you couldn't really tell these teams were playing defense. The defense did not have a good day for either side. So no, I, I think it was the right call. And honestly, I mean, People are like, oh, of course, it's they're doing it to let the Chiefs win. It's like, no, if you want entertainment value, you're letting the Chiefs kick that field goal and then oh, getting yeah. Jalen Hurts trying to come down the field to win the game. And I totally feel for the fans that feel like we were robbed of that, but he grabbed him twice. I mean, it was I, everyone's pretty much in agreement that it was a penalty. So I, I'm really not sure why we're so outraged about it, but. I think the fact that James Bradbury and Sirianni both came out after the game and said, yeah. well, Bradbury said it's the right call. Sirianni said, you don't lose the game on one play. There was multiple times in the game where we shouldn't have been in that position to be going down by three or seven. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that that should shut up all Eagles fans and all banter. The fact that their own team sat there and said, call was made. It, I did hold. We had our chances and we lost. So. In my, in my in my opinion, close the book, end of story, once those guys say that. Yeah, no, P.I. A couple of thoughts. I, yeah, the whole game, it just felt like, I don't know if it felt like this on T. It felt like the game went, like, fast. I agree. Like, there was not a lot of incompletions. Um, like, it, you know, obviously there's a lot of commercials, halftime show, but like, the actual game was just flying by. Like, I was like, yeah, you know, and so my thing is, is, like, if – Jarrett McKinnon doesn't fall down at the one and scores. I think I almost wish that would happen because then it's like, okay, that no one really talks about the penalty. Eagles at least get a drive. But with him like going down at the one, like obviously extremely smart play. But yeah, you kind of just felt I felt like the whoever had the ball last was yep. gonna win that game. Like if 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 they hit a field goal, which obviously was not guaranteed. With him missing one, um, the Eagles easily could have gone down and scored. Like, oh yeah, easily. Um, yeah. I think everyone feels like they almost just got robbed of an even better ending than it already was. Yeah. It was an amazing game already, but yeah. it just could have been could have been Jalen Hurts going down, scoring a touchdown with ten seconds left. We go to overtime, and then you have potentially the best Super Bowl of all time, and it yeah. was already up there in the top probably five greatest Super Bowls ever. Yep, but it could have been. The no doubt number one if it kept going. Yeah. 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 I think I was just sitting there being like, this is like, you know, it's tied at two minutes. It's going to have a good ending, you know, like it has to have a good ending. So I think, you know, especially with Mahomes limping off when it was, you know, he got kind of sacked on that or scrambled on that third and 13 right before half. Like, and then the Eagles drive down, hit a field goal. You're like, this game's, they're up by 10 going in, I guess. A blowout. There only there was only two teams that's blown double digit halftime leads, and we know what the other one is. So, um, Fuck. 
it's it, it, the game. Like I felt, I was like, if the Chiefs just get one stop or held them to a field goal, like Dean, as you said, like Chiefs O line showed up, um, and it, it, it was just kind of a fun game. Like there was no defense, which 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 produces a fun fun game to watch. And it, and it was like a pure game. They were making really good throws, good decisions. Jalen Hurts, my goodness, on like these third and longs and the dude just showed up like, you know, just absolutely. And, and I thought the officiating was spot on every time. Right. Was there a, a lot of chatter in the stands at halftime is like around Mahomes? Like, is he going to come back? Is he done for the um, game? Or were people just expecting that he's going to figure it out and at least play it out? Yeah. It, it, it's funny, P, right? It's just not, not, it's, it's just like so far from a normal game because as soon as, you know, they go into halftime. I you know, they come with like Rihanna, Rihanna, you know, they just start and everyone just like kind of forgets about the game in a, in a way. Um, but Chiefs fans, we were sitting in, you know, on the Chiefs side. They were nervous. They were really, really, really like everyone was like really, really nervous. So and we were sitting next to a few Eagles fans and um, just straight out of central casting, man. Just what was that movie, Invincible? Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> they could have started like, just the guys at the bar, you know, Vince Papali. Oh man, these guys were having a blast. But um, I think both teams were nervous because it's like doing Mahomes, you just know is not going to go down without a fight. And like they come out of the second half and just shove it down their throat. And um, so, yeah, Pete, the answer question, um, not too much chatter, I would say. It was just more of everyone just really excited for Rihanna. I mean, all, all the ladies there and watching the game were like, oh my gosh, my, fa- my favorite part, Rihanna. Yeah. They, they got their 30 minutes and that was that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, yeah, I think top five Super Bowl could have been, like you said, Pete, one of the best ever, but there was something about those Super Bowls in Glendale. It's the third one now and every single one of them has been crazy. Uh, the fucking Pat Seahawks was in Arizona, right? Pat Seahawks and then Pat's Giants. Tyree yeah. catch. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, boys, um, sad day, but uh, what do they say? As one door closes, I think another one opens. And it did. And it did. Um, do we want to talk any Mahomes legacy or? I don't, I mean, I think we touched on it last time, right? He needed to win this one to be in the conversation. And you're already seeing it on the national news that they're starting to compare him. Could he be the greatest of all time if he continues down this path, right? Five AFC championships in his first six years, two Super Bowls, been to three. Like, he play, if he plays till he's 40, that's not even 45 like Brady. And he stays on this track, like he's looking at four, five, six, seven Super Bowls. Um, obviously, the team's going to change throughout that time. There could be a potential, you know, gap of a few years. I just don't see them slowing down right now. He just proved that he could do it with far less weapons than he did it the first time. Mm. And that guy's a baller, man. That guy just dude, he is, man. He's ice cold. He's so good. I mean, it's so good. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, 
it, it gets marred a little bit by that call in terms of like the immediate aftermath of the game, but he was lights out in the second half. Like, you know, they were down 10. And then like AJ Brown said that even after they kicked the field goal to go up 27, 21, he's like, yeah, I still felt like there was a good chance we were going to lose the game because Mahomes was, he was just getting started and they'd, they couldn't stop him. And like, you think about him playing on one leg, you know, it's just, it's just incredible. And I don't really get into the whole, like the media really trying to prop him up and compare him to Brady because the media really just will try to set him up almost for failure. Just keep raising the bar that, that he tries to reach. And then wherever he ends up, you'd be like, oh, well, he, he didn't do this. It's like, no, he's fucking phenomenal. Like, what is it's it? So five good. years, five conference championship games, three Super Bowl appearances, and now two rings. Like, dude, th- this guy's in- insane. And Andy Reid's the perfect coach for him. Like, those oh, yeah. two are locked. Just those, like, two touchdowns, like, where they just absolutely, like, had – the Eagles defense secondary on their heel. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, wide open. You're getting wide open. Tony wide open. Like, obviously, that guy's really fast, but yeah, yeah. incredible uh, situational awareness. So, yeah, boys, um, it's going to be a long off season. We got the draft coming up. So, but um, I think kind of getting out of those conference championships games, Super Bowl, I think we can all say definitely delivered. Oh, yes. Yeah. For sure. Uh, with that being said, we had quite a bit of movement in terms of head coaches. Eagles pretty much losing both coordinators. Uh, they lost their they lost the D coordinator too. I missed that. Yeah, Cardinals. Wow, I thought he said that he was staying. Oh, I guess Dry Pete. I I got that right. Yep. The yes. D money talks. He went to Arizona. OC went to Colts. Yeah, yeah. he liked the stadium so. Uh, but Dino, you got a new coach for sure. It's not Jeff Saturday, I know, but maybe the second best option, bro. Man, Colts fans, we were all holding our breath, and until like the pen was on paper and like the press conference, you know, what went down, we were all worried about Jim Irsay stepping in and saying, Hey, Jeff's the guy. Man, there was like a petition saying, like, No, Jeff Saturday. I mean, I was telling my brother, I was like, this can be, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to watch this team if Jeff Saturday is the coach. Like it had just been beaten into the ground. Um, and then when we we're talking about candidates, I was like, I either want Steichen or Raheem Morris, uh, the D coordinator for the Rams. And then when Steichen was kind of separating himself as being the guy, I was like, perfect. You know, you know, we're supposed to draft our quarterback of the future in this next draft, pair him with an offensive mind. I love it, man. Like I, I love it Good. because if you had an offensive, if you had an, like if you were, had a defensive head coach, an offensive coordinator, it's like then you run the risk of you know that coordinator getting hired away, and your quarterback is all of a sudden going through multiple coordinators. Like we did that with Andrew Luck, and amongst other things, it didn't go so well. So mm. I love this hire, and now we just need to swindle the Bears out of the number one pick and uh, go get Bryce Young. So that's the I'm guy. Waiting, huh? waiting, well, I mean. Whoever Chris Bauer kind of determines is going to be the guy I'm going to trust him to do his homework on this. But if it was me, SEC Dean, I'm going Bryce Young. I like it. Well, I mean, the Bears, you think you're going to trade out? Yeah, I, I think. I think they have to, right? They're keeping I, fields. I think it's yeah, just too much of an opportunity to you know add yeah. more value and still get the guy you want. Yeah, so but, that, you, but you think about like, yeah, Justin Fields was great this year. 
they only won three games. Right? Pete, you're saying Fields are. I, I'm just Is throwing. He... I'm just throwing it out there that I don't think oh. it would be the absolute craziest thing. They get Bryce Young on a rookie contract, similar player. Wow. Potentially better, some are saying, than Fields was in college and would be in the NFL. You get five years rookie deal versus Fields only having, what, two more? Yeah, two more years on a rookie deal? Probably three more. This three was more. his second year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I forget because Zach Wilson, I forgot that he ruined his career in a year and a half. So um, <laughs> don't, don't need that fifth-year option with Zach. <laughs> But no, I mean, you get two more free years, potentially the same type of quarterback coming from a powerhouse school that can potentially step right in and give you – like, I don't think the Bears are making the playoffs next year either way. So, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of mad Bears fans right now listening, Pete. I don't think it's the craziest thing. I like Justin Fields, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they took Bryce Young. And the thing is, like, everyone says trade back, get a haul. You're getting a haul for Justin Fields too. <laughs> like you trade him to the Colts, you're still probably getting there. What what pick are they, Dean? Four. Yeah, you're not you're, get, you're not getting you're not getting that for the Colts wouldn't trade for Justin Fields for the same reasons that the Bears would maybe be open to trading him are the reasons that the Colts wouldn't want him. He can't throw. He can't throw at the NFL level. <laughs> All right, I'm but, gonna play. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here real quick because before before the before Bears fans tune out. Hang with me, P. I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate. Yeah, what makes you think Bryce? Like the whole thing with Bears is that you know he didn't have any weapons and this and that. And Nicole, you had Nagy, and what do you say to like, like what Bryce Young? If you plug Bryce Young into Justin Fields two years, do you guys think there's they win more games? I don't think they win less. I think they look like a more competent offense with Bryce Young. Like I think Jeez, he's a much wow. more polished passer passer, Oof. excuse me, than Justin Oof. Fields. Wow. Okay. The only question with Young, and I mean, we'll, we'll certainly talk about this as the draft gets closer, is the size. If you're not worried about the size, then he's the best player in this draft. And I mean, I think mm. you know he gets compared to Kyler a lot. I don't see the similarities in terms of like attitude. He's not really a dual. Yeah, he's not really a dual threat, is he? Yeah. I mean, he's he's you know he proved it in their bowl game that he you want him to sit back in the pocket and pick you apart, he can do it. And then I mean, throughout the year, he's manufactured offense with his legs too. I mean, I th- I think he's head and shoulders above a guy like Stroud. But I mean, I agree with Pete. It it would not surprise me at all if they had decided to go that direction and move fields and basically you know hit the reset button and get you know an extra two years with a guy who. Very easily could be better real, in terms of passing. Real quick, here's, here's my question before that, Rick. Okay. In in two years from now, do you think Justin Fields will be worth a forty million dollar contract? Because that's going to be the going rate for a quarterback. Yeah, probably not. So if you, I mean, if you can't you win above seven games, you you don't deserve forty million. If you don't think that, then you go draft Bryce Young, like Joe Burrow's in year, what just finished year three. Yep. And he's been to a Super Bowl and potentially could have, should have been to two Super Bowls already, carrying his team. And their team was much worse than the Bears were when Fields took it over. Yeah. So that's my. That's also <sighs> okay. That's also why the Bears kind of need to trade down. Is that maybe you let it ride with Fields and add in, uh, get some extra picks to they get some Chase weapons Claypool, around him. Dean. 
Oh yeah, I forgot. Shit. He got Chase Claypool. Never, never mind. I take everything back. <laughs> um, here's why they're not going to trade Justin Fields. One one specific person, right? Are we forgetting who's the the new CEO or president of the Bears? Oh yeah, Kevin Warren. Or Kevin Warren. Yeah. Big Ten guy. Yeah. You know, Think about that if they trade Fields and take Stroud. Big Ten guy. Bro. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Um wow, that was I can't wait for draft season. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um we'll have to bring in one of our Bears experts to discuss them at that time. I think Bear, I think of all Bears fans are just in love with Justin Fields. And Brightfield, yeah, he's I mean, I see both sides, right? I see, you know. It's hard, it's hard for me, Pete, to understand how a different quarterback with would have done better than Justin Fields with the same weapons. But who's no, who knows? Can't go back in time. But we can't go forward. That's what we're going to do, boys. Uh, we're going to move on to some NBA trade deadline. Go figure. We record. And chaos ensues. KD allegedly, <clears throat> excuse me, silently, privately requested a trade. Uh, a trade specifically to the Phoenix Suns. That's what happened. So KD... Still hurt, but he's in the valley. Dean, I mean, I love it for the Suns. The Suns are already. I mean, it's it's been tough to keep up with the NBA this year. And I know I'm talking to a couple guys that don't really follow the NBA. Pete's on the record saying he does not like the NBA, and unless it's the Celtics, I feel like Rick, you're probably about the same. But. Like the Suns, at one point they were at the top of the West, and now all of a sudden they're at like the tenth spot, and now they're up at like the fourth spot again. And granted, the West is just that's kind of been the story of the West this year, unless you're the Nuggets. But I love this for them. DeAndre Ayton's playing well, Booker is back, Chris Paul is playing well, and now you add Kevin Durant to that. And it's like, yeah, you had to sacrifice some role players to get him. But I mean, you got one of the when he's on, possibly still the best, the score, best score in the league. Yeah. And I mean, we were talking about how the West is wide open. I mean, that was yeah. the power move of all power moves. Like, I love it. I mean, Kevin Durant apparently, you know, requests he's like, hey, I want to be traded to Phoenix. Let's get it done. And then, I mean, I think Brooklyn salvaged what they could of that situation. I mean, obviously, Jeez. you know, yeah. just hor- horrible for them. But, you know, they salvaged something out of it. KD gets to a good spot. He gets to, got, got to pick his team again. We'll see how it works. But like is this it. is this why you don't like the NBA? Just because of stuff like this, they just it just seems like a fake league where they're just like, oh, I want to be traded in, and I get fifty million. It's just it's like they're way. I mean, I don't want to say overpaid, but they're way overpaid, and they just sit there as soon as, soon as they hit any adversity, they just say, I want to get traded. James Harden, I want to go to the Sixers. All right, we'll trade the Sixers, and maybe this is a, a Brooklyn Nets thing. <laughs> Kyrie, a fucking headache for how many years? I want out. You're going to doubt. Like it's just, it just happens so often that these disgruntled players get what they want. That, and they're like they just build these super teams. And if it doesn't work out, they just request a trade in two years and say we'll build another super team somewhere else. And I don't know. It's just it doesn't feel organic to me. It just doesn't feel like when is the last time you saw an NBA team get built from the ground up? That's a championship contender. The Nuggets. That's it. And they haven't I mean, even been to a final. Spurs. Yeah. The Spurs. I don't, I don't 
I yeah. mean, yeah. Like, the Spurs just, that the, today closest is probably the Bucks, honestly. Bucks, yeah. I mean, the Grizzlies, kind of. Yeah, they, they I mean, stink. But, yeah, I know, I know. and the Warriors. I mean, I guess we gotta throw the Warriors in there. Yeah, but even well, then, they got two with KD. Right. Yeah, and they have two with. They went to three, five, four finals basically without him, and two, one, two. Well, I had Andrew him. Wiggins, Steve. They had Andrew Wiggins. Oh, are you forgetting? I mean, are you forgetting that? And uh, I, I forgot about him again. Yeah, no, yeah no, it's, I, I got yeah, you. It's hard dude. to watch, man. And it's because it's like the old NBA too. Was like the complete opposite. These guys never changed teams. These guys were just ride and die. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Curry. Everyone hated each other. Patrick, yeah, they were like, "I'm never gonna play with you." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's it's just just, like goodness gracious. Like no other sport has this. Like no other sport has this. Yeah, you might get like one trade request a season, like a big name in each of these other sports, like football or baseball, that gets granted. But usually, they play out their contracts. They go hit free agency. If they want to go somewhere else, they go somewhere else. But man, I don't know. I just don't love it. I know it's it's it'll be fun once playoffs hit. See these guys, these great teams face off against each other. But it's like all right, we're watching like an all star game when we get to the finals, you know? Yeah. And I think the best part, it like just kind of devalues the product in a way that every pretty much every other sport has like pretty good, healthy rivals. Like there's no rivals in the NF in the NBA. I mean, yeah. there's really like right now, Dean, right. today, there's not like back in the day, you know, like Lakers, so, you know, Paul Pierce days. And, but like, there's no like, there's no rivals. There's no storylines because these guys just keep moving teams. They can't build right. up enough storylines to, to get amped it, up. The, 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 the spectrum changes every three to four years with people changing teams. Yeah. I, I got you there. But I mean, I wouldn't say it devalues. The product. I mean, I still think when well, it comes teams, to playoff time, you have really you have the best players, you know, going going at it. But uh, and then I think the one thing that it hurts, and you kind of see this across a lot of sports, is just the tanking factor. Is you have you have four teams at the bottom of the NBA that are objectively not trying to win. Like these teams are ten games worse than like the fifth worst team, and because literally, it's if you don't have superstars, you need to draft one and then you need to get lucky in drafting one. So then you're going year to year, just trying to stack on these draft picks. And then maybe you can attract one of these other superstars to come to your team. But I mean, it, it is a risk. It is a risk when you play that game. And then, cause the nets found out the hard way is they catered to two superstars, gave up a whole bunch to get a third in there and it blew up in their face. And now you're looking at four or five years of, being in the cellar with no way out. So like it's, it is annoying watching like, you know, these players being able to kind of like whole, whole teams over the barrel. Yeah. But I have more issues with the dudes like Kyrie and then like Ben Simmons that get these massive contracts that are basically like, well, fuck you. I don't, I don't feel like playing. I mean, Ben Simmons is, I mean, KD has still been playing. I mean, KD he's not, was still I mean, playing. He's just been hurt. Yeah, Katie's just been hurt. For all Katie's flaws in terms of you know his you know my, my toughest road and shit, like he's still been playing. I mean, James Harden, even though he was hurt, like he was still playing. It's the dudes like Kyrie and Ben. They're like, I'm sitting out, or I'm just gonna do this off the court shit yeah. just to piss people off until you trade me. 
Like that's the shit that I really had the problem with. But yeah, the NBA is it's more so than any of the other leagues. It's basically owned kind of by the the best players and bending teams over the barrel. And yeah, it's it's it kind makes of a it shame. Tough. It's kind of a shame too because college basketball is so awesome. Like it's like dang, like college basketball is awesome, and then you just, the NBA is just like. Yeah, I don't like it. I just, I, I just think there couldn't be a bigger gap between the college game and the pro game than what yeah. the NBA is, right? Like, college guys put the entire their life on the line to go win a game, to go win in the tournament. Then you get to the NBA, it's like isolation basketball. Yeah, not a lot of. I know there was a couple of flights a couple of weeks ago, but there's not a lot yeah. of passion in the game, right? Like, it's just LeBron's sitting out every game. I know. Yeah, it's the load management get, shit is wild. Is, and there's, yeah. there's no defense, right? Like you go from college basketball where granted there's much less great scores in college basketball, but hardcore, you know, they only play eight minutes less than an NBA game, right? It's not like they're paying, playing 20 minutes less and the games are 65, 70 and the NBA, you're looking at 125, 130 and Sure, it's fun to see guys make buckets, but and like the passion for the defensive side of the court is just not there. And I think that devalues the product a little bit because that's why we love college basketball. These guys are hustling up and down the court, trying to mm-hmm. put everything they can on the line to, for their team to win a game. So, yeah. Well, I mean, part of that is the pace of play is much faster than it, it used to be. So it's like if you kind of go by like defensive rating, it's not as bad. But I, I see your point. Uh, what I was gonna say is the biggest thing, and you kind of touched on a little bit the load management, is that's the thing that kind of frustrates me the most about the NBA, more so than any of these other sports. Like baseball, they play 162 games. So like guys getting an, an off day when they've played 16 straight days or some shit. It's like I get that for sure. Like. You know, you, there's tons of other opportunities to go see these guys. The NBA, it's like the Brooklyn Nets came in to play the Pacers a few weeks back, and Kyrie and KD were sitting out. And it's like you have people like spending good money trying to go see these players, like when they come to their town and they get to the game and they're seeing like the the Delaware Redcoats or some shit against the Indiana Pacers <laughs> instead of KD and Kyrie. It's like Did that's you just the shit that the would really piss me for off. the Nets. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. I I literally like I thought I was cursed when I was living out in Utah. We used to have jazz tickets through work. I went to probably five to ten games a year. And every game I went to, the star sat out. Like I was so pumped to see LeBron, to see Zion, to see Russell Westbrook back then. He was still balling out. Like there was a bunch of games where I mean I saw the jazz play all the time, but I was excited to see the other team. And every game I went to the star was out and it was just, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. yeah. It's like going to the movies, expecting to see a star and, and they're the, the, the main actor is not in the movie. Yeah. It's like the B movie. Why instead. Would, yeah. Why would I want to go see Pete playing Brad Pitt instead of Brad Pitt? <laughs> I, yeah, I, think I, I, think I, could, I think I could hold my own on the big yeah, green team. Sure. Yeah, was, that was kind of like, you know a good compliment. Um, was that, yeah, like a, was that a ball joke, kind of? I don't think Brad, Brad Pitt's definitely not ball. He's got a great. Hair. I know, I know. So yeah, you're comparing going to see Brad Pitt, and you see me being like, "That's not Brad Pitt." 
I well, think if you're was, filling in for Brad Pitt, Pete, I think it was kind of a, it was, it was kind of a nice compliment. Yeah. All right. I didn't say I'm, like Dean and Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. Rick, I'm that just, was just you, lazy. Rick, I know you got those those deep digs sometimes, so I just had to make sure. You know? It wasn't that deep. It was actually really nice. You can compare me to Brad Pitt any day of the week. So, all right, good surface level comparison. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, NBA sucks. I'm out. I I always get roped in because the Celtics. Oh yeah. I mean, so, say Celtics. They don't really have a. They're not like Celtics are built from the ground up. Actually, the big three is all they've all been drafted. Yep. Yeah. So Celtics are exempt. All right. Here we go. Moving on. Um, college basketball continues just to be an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, number one team in the nation falls to a bad Northwestern team. Uh, pretty much what we said, Dean, last time that guard, I didn't watch it because it was on the, the morning of the Super Bowl, but I heard they just the guards just got ball pressured. Yep. I mean, the, the book is, is the out. Blueprint out, Dean? The book, well, it's weird because the book has been out for years on what usually befuddles Purdue. And now, I mean, we, we've seen some teams get back to it and start pressuring the ball, pressure Braden Smith and, you know, see what happens. And, I mean, Northwestern's not a bad team. I mean, I, I came into this thinking that they were going to yeah, be like... Yeah, you're... Okay, let me be very clear with the listeners. You're, you're a huge Northwestern closet fan, so... This well, the, yeah. I mean, three quarters of my family went to Northwestern. That's I, fine. My dad and just, has played. Yeah, I just want to throw so, that asterisk. You know, disclaimer. All right. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, I, I I have some purple in my blood, but no, I'm Purdue fan first. But yeah, this is a better Northwestern team than most years, and we've for the most part seen Purdue avoid these kind of losses. I mean, they control yeah. most of this game. And then they just kind of they found a way like to 10, lose at the right? end. First, yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. So, but they hadn't really had this kind of loss yet this year, where they kind of controlled the whole game and then just kind of choked it away at the end. Even the Rutgers game was not, you know, as as comfortable as this. But I mean, yeah, we the, hadn't the way- seen this loss before. This quote unquote yeah. typical, you know, up by ten, blow it. We've actually seen this this kind of story happen, but Purdue's pulled these out. Yeah, yeah. This is like kind of remind me of the Nebraska game earlier in the year. Yeah, except, they won that. Yeah, we won that because Nebraska just couldn't find, couldn't put the ball in the basket at the end. But yeah, but I mean that's just it's been the story of the college basketball season, especially lately. Is everyone's fucking losing? I mean, we're gonna record tonight, and number one is you know ha- has a tough game, Alabama and Tennessee. So very easily could see even more shakeup up at the top, but. It's been been that kind of year, and this one we have what three weeks until conference tournament season. So March Madness is it's creeping. Yeah, Um, Dean, we're not we're not sad fans, right? For the record, no, fuck no, we're not sad fans. We're not going for a walk after a regular season (laughs) loss or going out like and laying down in traffic. Okay, that's sad fans. Um, We are not doing that. We're not. We're just being honest and. We're on to the next game. We're on to Maryland, which is a huge, huge. I don't want to say a trap game because it's definitely not a trap game anymore. It's going to be a tough game. So, yeah. Uh, Pete, any thought on the, the Boilermakers or college basketball? Uh, didn't really get to watch much college basketball this weekend. I was I was traveling myself. 
Um, mm-hmm. I did, I did catch the, the Purdue, the Purdue game line there. Um, man, this is a disappointing loss for you guys, right? I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, thanks. This, uh, this Maryland game, a little sneak peek until later in the show, but might be on my my short list of picks for for this week. So yeah, I don't think that's. This you is can't just call it a trap game if we've already been trapped. Like, that's why I said we, I said we, I would have, have called trapped. it a trap. It's not a trap game anymore. Yeah, that already happened. It's a, it's a, a this is back to back row games. Maryland, I'm sure SVP will be there right in our grill. Um, I don't know, Dean. Is it bad to say just like you know you had those rose colored glasses on? We're you know we're winning the close games, playing well, and then something like this happens, and I just I just get PTSD, man. I just get PTSD. A, I'm not. I'm not a sad. It's fan. a little humbling, for sure. Just, for sure. It, it's just. It's a little humbling. That, that that's all it is. But, um, hey, we're good. I'd say we're not. We don't. We don't get too point, high. We don't get too low. We, exactly. Exactly. So um, glad to have you on board, Rick. I'm. I'm on board. I, I was pretty. Right before I went in the game, I saw the score, and I was like, I was pretty pissed. I was like, I can't walk into the Super Bowl pissed. I promise this will not ruin my day. And it it almost did. My ten I had to like take a deep breath and um close yourself. Yeah. So yeah, comments championships. They're coming quick. Okay, let's finish up. A little baseball news as we said. Officially baseball season spring training. Pitchers and cat I think everyone's already in their respective camps. Uh boys, how's the team? I I will say this. Let me lead off with this. I was Falling asleep last night and, uh, you know, happen to have some Instagram open. Instagram. And there was a certain player who has not signed with a team that was wearing a certain team's shirt working out. El Gary. Oh, I saw that. Pete, you caught that. I did see that. Gary Sanchez working, working out wearing a Yankee shirt. I mean, it, it, that, you know, it, was that just you know, I had an extra, or you know, I just didn't have it was laundry day or no, a way to work out in a shirt. That, the reality yeah. is, the Yankees probably give much better gear to their players than the Minnesota Twins. Probably dry fit versus you know cotton t-shirts like the Twins give away. What so. is what is that, Pete? What does that mean? He's just probably using the shirt. He ain't coming back to the Yankees. What does that mean? You're, you guys are a bunch of elitists and the other people can't afford dry fit? And what is this? I think it's we take care of our players and not every organization does. So you're saying, hey, just put on a comfy shirt that happened to be a team that he's not playing for. Yeah. He's not coming back to the Yankees. He's just not. We've been down this road for too many years. And it's a little bit fans, like a breakup fans, here, right? I don't, no, the fans hate him. I mean, let's be real. A little bit of love, a yeah. little bit of hate. We were happy to move on, though. I mean, we literally have an all-star catcher. Jose Trevino was a well-deserving all-star catcher this year. Not like a Mac Jones pro bowler. Not a Tyler Huntley pro bowler. He was a well-deserving starting catcher for the American League. We do not need Gary Sanchez. Don't you think like after breakup, you know, call it a breakup. Everyone hated each other. Um, you throw away, kind of, kind of get rid of that. That emblem that was closed, burnt you kind of burn the the letters and break the picture frames. I mean, maybe maybe Gary is uh maybe he's cheap. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like to go out and buy workout clothes. 
Mm. He, he didn't get, I mean, he didn't get paid by the Yankees, so I I'm kind of just surprised he's working out. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's been a problem in the past. That's a really good point. Yeah. Well, we're happy for Gary. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm 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 happy for Gary. This is this is Gary's year. This is, and let me be clear: two out of three big rigs are big Gary Sanchez. Yeah, Gary Sanchez fan club. Yeah, because we see Gary for what he is. Unlike Pete, who just like he said, you know, Yankee fans hate him, which means they cannot be unbiased against Gary Sanchez. Gary just Sanchez got really disgusting. Has got some pop. I know for real. Guy, guy's got some pop in that bat. Just needs just needs a chance. Yeah, he's so the, the he's a hitting coach. He's also yeah. got a lot of strikeouts in that bat. Well, so does I mean, Giancarlo Stan, Pete. You could say that about every player in the Yankees roster. That, that's not true. Yes, DJ Lemayhew, low strikeout rate. Harrison Bader, low strikeout rate. Nice. How about Judge? Not not, not do Judge. Stanton, the like, curves, Pete, Judge, did not, Judge did not strike out a lot this year. Oh, you must okay. must have just been against the Astros. You must have won a World Series, right? I mean, we're, no. if we're going to talk about Judge's year, like, like, we, do we really need to go down that road? He won, had one of the best seasons of all time. I understand right. he did regular hit. seasons. Did I did I miss the parade, Dean? Yeah, no. I, I said <laughs> I'd be on fifth half. Hey, not a not a one not a one man, man sport, Rick. Take I mean, he, you're bragging about it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Did your bet cash, Rick? Uh, my Yankees. What I had like twenty four to one ticket to not cash. No, nope. I, I keep calling. I keep calling DraftKings. Be like, hey, I, I think you guys got this thing wrong. Interesting. Um, In other it. news, uh, Frankie Montas. Who's host? Is another is de hosted? Is this a Frankie Montas podcast now? This is the second time we've talked about him. Frankie Montas had shoulder surgery today. They're saying could miss the entire season mm-hmm. if he doesn't. If he does come back, it's going to be late in the second half. That's a huge hit. We traded some good prospects mm-hmm. for Frankie Montas last year, and mm-hmm. his contract's up at the end of this year, and he might mm-hmm. play under ten games for us. So that did they? Do you think you all knew about this shoulder before the trade? I think they didn't think it was as bad as it was, but uh, this this could go down in the Cashman Cashman playbook as one of those those monster fails, like a Jacoby Ellsbury. Not not as bad as Jacoby, but could be a pretty big flop, I would say. Yeah. Um, any reason to wait till middle of February to have shoulder shoulder surgery? Or um, I think the season. Wait, when did the Yankee season end? Dean? It wasn't November. I know that. And it was after the Red Sox season, sometime. God. It was, yeah, I can confirm that. Um, I mean, just like, just like Scotty Pippen said, I mean, he got hurt on company time. He'll recover on company time. He was just enjoying his off season, man. You know, profound. Um, Pete Level, you guys have a million arms, right? You're not worried. I feel pretty good still. Best rotation good. one through four in baseball. Hey, That's all you got- need four, right? We got yeah. Domingo too. Domingo changes number to number zero. zero. Yeah, I saw. Oh, that. He, <laughs> is he hoping no one notices? Because he got he, he's try, he's trying to hide from the authorities, and uh, I don't blame him. Right, start over from you know it, it's been how many days since he punched uh, a female in the face? Zero. God. So um, I think he got uh, number jacked by Rendon, right, Pete? That is correct. The old five five. Man, I'm sharp today, boys. Rodon. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's Rodon. <laughs> Red, right, bring, bring me, bring me back down there. Yeah. Um, stay humble. Yeah. Stay sharp. Well, Pete, uh, we'll be thinking of you and your rotation. It's for the Red Sox. Uh, Chris Sale looks like he's ready to go. Going to start throwing some mounds. Maybe taking on a few hitters, and he'll probably over under seven and a half starts. I'll go over starts under under ten wins, though. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely under ten wins. But I mean, are we, are we just going to talk about guys who are injured or rehabbing injuries? What do you got, Dean? Fortunately, no one no one rehabbing injuries yet. Knock on wood for the Astros. Just extended our best young pitcher, so feels good, man. You guys, you guys enjoy the rehabbing injuries for Frankie I, I, and, and Chris. I saw something today that Glaber obviously wants to be a Yankee for life. We haven't re-signed him. I, I've heard they're they're giving Volpe some uh, some reps at second base, and potentially could see Peraza at short, Volpe at second. And that would be interesting because it's always been like, hey, you got two shortstops coming up the pipeline. Who's going to get the starting shortstop job? And maybe the plan all along was, hey, you got a shortstop and a second baseman coming up the pipeline. Um, you got Rizzo, obviously, at first. And, you know, DJ at third once Donaldson gets out of our life. So you're going to play DJ LeMayhew at third base. He played a ton of games at third base this year. Is he is he forty? Hey, he won the batting title a year ago. Oh, Yuli, no, Yuli Curiel won the batting title a year ago, and he's still free agent. DJ, DJ, okay, you're not going to slide those made up facts by Dean. Especially <laughs> in February, he, he won it in tw- he won it in 2021 a year ago. I guess it's 2023 now, but not this past season. The year before, he won the batting title. Mm. We'll throw Stack Guy Marty on that. Yeah, I know. We'll believe you for now. Okay, um, Pete. You know, f- February start of spring training. What what is this up? Is it allegedly always World Series or bust? Is it? Are we still there? Like, we're gonna end the drought this year. I think if you if you don't think it's World Series or bust for your team, you're you're a bad fan. Like you got the hopes always got to be hopes always got to be to get to the world series. Can you look back and say, Hey, we had a successful season. Some people might say that, but like you got to go out and win 95 plus games, put yourself in a position to make a good playoff run. And it's going to come down to our bullpen staying healthy and our rotation living up to the hype. Obviously the hitting is a key part of it, but I think, you know, some of the younger guys coming up, I think it's going to help that. I really do. I mean, IKF, I hope, isn't starting. There's still a hole in, in left field, which I'm concerned about. No, I there's not. No, there's not. I do not want to see Aaron Hook <laughs> play in left field. But I feel good about having Bader for a full season. Got Rizzo back, DJ healthy, Judge and Stanton. Again, it all comes down to if we can hit in the playoffs because that's what's been our kryptonite. But, yeah, I mean – I definitely think we're in the conversation to go win a World Series. We just got to go do it. Big, big if true. Said said hope a lot there. By the way, mm. hope. Every team hopes to have, you know, to win the World Series. But mm. I guess if we're defining successful season, then 
it's a simple question. It's like if is there a way that the Yankees can be successful this year without winning the World Series, Pete? I, th- I think if you get to the World Series, it's a, anyone can win, right? I mean, it's yeah. a, it would mean that you beat Houston or right. got past Houston. I think I, I think if you get to the World Series in our whatever 11, 12 year drought now, I think uh, I think you could define it as successful depending on how the World Series goes. If you get swept out, maybe not. But hey, the goal the goal is to win a championship. Bring one back to New York. It's been it's been too long. Yeah, yeah. Feel free, what, guys. What about you, Rick? Yeah, boys. I mean, uh, traditionally, if we finished last, or when we have finished last in the division, probably last what two three years, we've gone to the World Series next year. So, if tradition and history does any say of that, Dean will we'll be back there playing in November. Under the new LED lights at Fenway. Big. Yeah. So yeah, hopes are always high, man. Title town. Just, just like, just like normal. You guys just love talking about the Yankees more than you like talking about your teams. I, I love it. You know. Pete, we're all right here. I, I mean, yeah. I thought Dean asked thoughtful. It wasn't you know clickbait questions. He just asked what. Now here, here's what it is. It's the what same it thing is. you do to us about Purdue. You guys hate the Yankees more than you like your own teams. That's just not true. That's not true. I hate the Yankees, but I love the Red Sox 20 times more. I love the Yankees, especially Brian Cashman. Like, I think we're going to be talking about Brian Cashman a lot this year, and I love him for that. Hey, it's like, no, we learned. I think Dean's like dead serious. Now you I love to, you love to hate the Yankees. You don't love the Yankees. Why would I hate the Yankees? The Yankees haven't beaten the Astros pretty much since I became a fan of the team. So uh, I have no problem a, with the Yankees. That's a great line. Since I became a fan, right? at least when he's start, honest. Right when they started winning World Series, since I became a fan, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they they cheated the first two World Series. <laughs> oh, that's good, dude. I love it. Yeah. Man. I mean, when was the last time the Yankees beat the Red Sox, Rick? It's been a long time, Dean. Probably, probably uh, 03, 03 in Game Seven with. Uh, we beat him plenty of times this year. Rick. Tim Don't throwing forget. a knuckleball down that uh, I mean, down Boone's career alley. Oh yeah, I remember putting that in the this podcast. I had to go pretty far back to find Yankee highlights for two thousand three. Yeah, that yeah, was. Uh, shit. They were happy back then, man. The zoo, man. Zoo's getting first... extinct. That was one of the first videos on YouTube, the last Joe Buck Yankee highlight. I think it was in color. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was in color. But um good no, I think I think, you know, I think we'd all agree baseball is better when the Yankees are good. Um so we'll see, Pete. We will. I think for I think Dean and I would can honestly say that we want to see win, right? You've seen us win plenty. Um, I've, seen, I've seen us you you've all seen Yankees win plenty too. You've seen the Yankees win more times than your own. Not, team. not since I've known you. I've That's never right. seen. I've never sent. Hey, Pete, congrats on the world title text. I want to send you that. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I hope this year is the year I get that text from you. I did yeah. you. Oh, you do. So you hope the Yankees win the World Series this year. The, on the I, Pete, I, 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 no, no, I, I, I hate. Uh, I hope. That, I've, I've on the record a million times. I hope they never win another game. But if it's not going to be the Red Sox, I, you know, I want to see, I want the drought's gone on too far for people that continue to call themselves, you know, the greatest baseball team franchise in history and this and that. It's like, 
history can only take you so far. That's a bad fan right there. If the, I if want the it Sox, for if the Red Sox don't win, I hope the Yankees win the World Series. I, for you, Pete. You you literally you you want to see you win one. I'll be six foot under before you hear me say I hope the Red Sox win a World Series. That's because we win all the time. You would feel the same way, Pete. If it, if it was like before two thousand and four. No, there's that. The last thing I wanted to see before two thousand four was the Red Sox win a World Series. Oh, it was eighty six years. So, uh, I hope I, the Yankees win it because I want to see Brian Cashman win another one. Our buddy Brian. Don't tell me that I ever <laughs> that I don't like I did, Brian Cashman. I did see Jeets over the weekend. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. he's he's coming to Fox, isn't he? Next year. I don't know. I saw him on the set with with A Rod. Yeah, it's pretty good. He he uh he announced that he's going to be in the Fox booth this year. So oh, did he? Who's getting booted? Do we think Frank Thomas? Probably Big <laughs> Poppy. <laughs> Wait, is he in the booth or on the set? Poppy's not in the booth. I don't know. I don't know if it's a booth or set. They just announced he's going to be part of the crew. He's way too boring to be in the booth. There's no chance. Yeah, I think he'd have he to be can't like do the main color. set. At least yeah, he can. Oh, at least he can articulate his like, word. What does that mean? Are we are we making fun of Big Poppy because he's not born here, Pete Dean? Is that f- yeah? Yeah, that's pretty low. But I will say is that it's tough when Pedro and Big Poppy are talking to each other. It's just like, <laughs> all right, next channel. Yeah, but dude, <laughs> I yeah, didn't say that, Rick. By the way, you said that. I could have no, been referring to anyone. Well, there's only one person that's not born, and it's Big Poppy on the on the yeah. Fox. So, anyway, um. Yeah, no, again, Pete, I think we're all cheering. Cheering for you, man, and the drought. Um hey, I mean, think about it. Long Dean, think about this. Long season, He's never right? been able to celebrate with alcohol legally a championship. Yeah. That's tough, oh. man. A- alcohol is not an outlet for me. I don't need alcohol. Dean, maybe just like crack that championship. Dean, I mean, we can speak. It's it's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I celebrated plenty growing up. More organic celebration rather than drowning myself in liquor like you guys. What? <laughs> you just chugging and staying up all night in Mountain Dew? Right, man. Mountain Dew and Gatorade and cereal and sugar. Damn. Man, those were the days. Those were the days. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's just a little taste of probably what's to come. Pete's going to accuse us of teaming up on him all year, but... We're just talking facts. It's just spring training, man. It's, it's spring training spring for us, too. Hey, it's starting yet. Good times ahead. Okay. All right, boys, let's finish it out. Maybe we'll do a couple picks. Can't do them tonight because I guess Dean said he can't get the episode out. So we're going to do Thursday and beyond. It feels weird not to be able to pick any NFL games. It does. Yeah. Sad day, bad day. Sad day, bad day. Can't pick any baseball or NFL. Yeah. All right, Rick, you want to go through the stats? Because someone was 5-1 and one last week. Um, and let's just say it wasn't you. Yeah, obviously, I think all of my picks were over. I mean, two of them were... Two of them were uh, even money. The rest were like plus 1,600 and above. But yeah, I mean, if, if I chose easy picks, I probably could have... Had these cut these guys' stats. Uh, P went looks like five and one. I went one and five, one and six. Yikes. Um, 
And Dean went seven, four, four and three. It's a winning day, Dean. I yeah, I think I think it was five and three because it was what Chiefs money line and then the over. But I mean, heck, yeah. Kelsey was on track to win the MVP. Probably, yeah. He probably had to catch like at least two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, no sacks. No. I mean, it was a, we didn't talk about this real quick, but that Super Bowl was just. Minus the defense, it was just like pure football. Like it was really well played, really well officiated. Yep. Um, you know, not a lot of sacks. Anyway, all right. Dean, you want to start it off? Well, since we were talking about no NFL, I'm sure we saw the commercials during the Super Bowl for another league that starts up this weekend. Whoa. The XFL round three with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So wow. I decided to take a little bit of a deep dive into a couple of those games. So here's the two that, I, that I'm picking. Love right. it, Dean. Love it, Dean. So Feed it to us. Basically, my analysis for this is I started counting which players' names I recognize because I like to think that I was that about I, to ask you that. Yeah, give us, some, give us some names. The names are not very good, guys. The names are not very good. It's all right. It's all right. So a side bet recommendation is that I don't think many points can be scored in this league. But yeah, Brett Hundley. Geronimo Allison, wide receiver from the Packers, and Mark Tavis Bryant, wide receiver from oh, the Steelers. Oh, he was good. He was. I Just, love uh, Mark Tavis Bryant. He got in some trouble, I think, though, didn't he? Yeah, he, uh, he got yeah. caught with roids or something. Yeah, I think he also. I think just like smoking weed, which is just horrible and character issues for sure. Um, ben Tanucci, yeah. former Cowboy. I think he was on Monday Night Football like once or twice. Yeah. Um, AJ McCarron. Whoa. Fucking smoking hot wife. Back to back to back Nash. All right, easy Musburger. I know, right? Um, um Paxton Lynch. Back to back. Oh, wow. Paxton Lynch, former Denver Bronco, first round pick, prying on the field. And then my personal favorite, there's some sentimental value with this one. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon yeah. is in the XFL. You know, wow. fantasy football legend Josh Gordon. Oh, Dean, you you probably his biggest fan. Still are. Right? Oh, I am. I mean, I've got to find a way to get his get his jersey. The Seattle what's Sea he, what's Dragons. The okay. Seattle Sea Dragons. Josh Gordon. Do they have a? Do they test for drugs? I mean, shit. I probably not. But anyway, in into my picks. Seattle Sea Dragons versus the DC Defenders. Uh, Seattle is actually one of two teams that are kind of the favorites for the title this year, which is just, I don't know how they're coming to these conclusions, unless they're doing the same thing I'm doing and just looking at the NFL players, former NFL players, and, and just guys that they recognize. I'm taking Seattle Sea Dragons plus two and a half over the DC Defenders. Josh Gordon looking for a touchdown. There's no props on, no prop bets on this one, but I'm mm. looking for a touchdown from Josh. And I then, see that as an even line, by the way. I was just looking on DraftKings before the show. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, I uh, see it on ESPN, but anyway. Yeah. Las Vegas Vipers plus two and a half over the Arlington Renegades. The Vipers are the ones with Brett Hundley, Geronimo, Geronimo Allison, and Martavis Bryant. So, in a league that I don't That's think pretty... is going to have very much skill, sure. I'm looking Throw for guys I recognize. Yeah. I um, like that. Where did Huntley go so, to college? UCLA. 
right. Oh. Yeah. And if you recognize him, it's because he probably came in a couple times when Aaron Rodgers got hurt over the last few years. And uh, that's the only reason you've heard of him because he wasn't very good and he didn't hang catch on anywhere else. Maybe a little chemistry with Allison. Yeah, I'm sure. Scout team, shit. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Well, just when we said we had no football picks. Now, he does the this game, these game. games, these games going to be ugly. The over-under, I think, for each game was around 35. So I don't really think Vegas knows kind of what to think either. But I expect not a lot of scoring, given that it's the first game for a lot of these guys. This is a primetime television on ESPN, ABC, goodness. Yeah. They're pouncing on it. This feels like types we'll of see. games where you you gotta have like six beers before you watch them. Not advocating yeah. that, but like you gotta you gotta be kind of you gotta to create life. the game outside of the game for this, like to watch it. You got there's yeah. gotta be something else to enhance the viewing. I agree. Yeah. Yep. All right. Pete. All right. I got two college hoops picks for you. Okay. You know where I'm going with number one. We boiler so. boilering up or boilering down on this one. What do you guys think? Uh, well, there's no. Oh, there's a spread. Purdue's yeah. minus two. Correct. I like Maryland. It's a trap line. I, don't know. I, I like think it's Maryland. Trap line. I think. Yeah. Purdue. You know, there's a. People figured them out a little bit. We talked about it, right? How to beat Purdue. Uh, I still think they're a top five team in the country, but. You know, coming off the two losses, I think Maryland comes in, plays them strong. Um, Maryland plus two. I think it should be a good game either way, but uh, I like the Terps just because. Okay. Next game, uh, University of Tennessee versus Alabama. Good Friday night game. Um, uh, that's tonight. That's tonight. tonight uh, is it tonight? Yeah. Damn, I can't pick that game then, can I? Nope. You know what? I'm picking the game. I don't care. Our, our, our viewers, they miss it. That's all right. I'll text everyone I know. Well, they're, they're going to miss it because they're not going to be able to, to listen. So. UT minus three. Alabama center is out tonight. Uh, Tennessee coming off two buzzer-beating losses versus Missouri and versus Vanderbilt. Um, just been getting embarrassed by these teams that are – not as good as they are, and I think they rebound today, and I think they they win. Also, I'll pick another game. I'll pick another game, a third game for you though. Um, Rick, Rick, you wanna, Rick, you go, and I'll uh, I'll circle back with my last pick. I think Dean only did two, so yeah, I, I only did two. But since I, one of Pete's is gonna is not gonna be available to the viewers or is it to the listeners. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I hate that Maryland pick. I think Pete's fallen into this <laughs> Vegas trap. Um, Maryland's good, but they're seventeen and eight. Purdue bounces back. I think Matt Painter is gonna he's gonna have to adjust. So I think only two point favorites is a huge disrespect. So uh, I'm gonna take an alternate line. Purdue minus eight. I'm gonna take an alternate line because I think what's the line out. on that? Purdue minus eight minus what or plus probably, what? It, I don't know. It's probably I'm gonna make it up. Probably plus. 275. Probably actually more. It's probably plus 300. So there's some value for everyone who likes value. And then I watched this game. I got sucked into the Arizona Stanford game. 
oddly, uh, watching the hotel lobby in Phoenix, uh, Stanford absolutely took it to Arizona. Uh, Arizona plays Utah on Thursday night as well uh, in Tucson. And Wildcats are 10.5 point favorites. I'm going to take the points and the Utes. Arizona plus 10.5, Purdue minus 8. All right, I got one more for you. Hockey pick. We got the Predators versus the Bruins tomorrow night. Tomorrow Uh-oh. night. In town? Are you going? The Preds, I'm not going. Preds are 14-9-3 at home. Better home team than an away team. Um, Bruins are a superior team. But Preds always tend to play good at Bridgestone Arena. Um, why is I'm going to take, take a flyer here because the crowd, the crowd loves the Preds here. They love them. I mean, we don't have, we got two professional sports. They're all in on the Preds and the Titans. So, is it because of the catfish? Catfish? Yeah, maybe, maybe because the catfish. Um, mm. Slime up the ice a little bit. All right, go ahead. I'm talking too much. But yeah, no, I, I'm taking Preds money line. So that's my pick. All right. All right, throw one, throw one more on there for me, Dean. I'm gonna take Bruins minus one and a half. Oh, and crossfire. We got the rigs firing on each other. Yep. All right, boys. Good episode. A lot to cover. Good to be back. Going to be back in the lab. We rolling into spring training here very quick. March Madness even quicker. Exciting times, yeah. boys. Hell yeah. It's it's crazy to think that we're almost into March. I mean, I was looking at it and when I was like three weeks left in the college season, it, yeah. it's almost that time. In the big regs, we're just getting started. This is we where are. we make our this is where we make our money in the in the summer. Yeah. Okay. For, uh, from from our group text to the listeners' ears. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for all the support. We'd love you, Big Reg Nation. We are the big regs. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace.